It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. The Memphis Grizzlies are back to their winning ways. Three wins in a row. How do we feel about that when compared to the stars that have been out, the guys that didn't play for the opposition? Has our perspective on the season changed? How are we feeling after another Grizzlies win over the Dallas Mavericks? And leading off with a John Morant update here on this episode of Locked On Grizzlies. Let's lock in. You are Locked On Grizzlies, your daily Memphis Grizzlies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome. Hello. It's another episode of Lockdown Grizzlies. I am your host, co-host, Joe Molinax, joined by my co-host, DeMichael Cole of the Commercial Appeal there in Memphis, Tennessee, the Memphis Grizzlies beat writer for the Commercial Appeal. I am a Grizzlies columnist over at Bluff City Media. You can also check out my stuff over on SB Nation and FanDuel. This episode of Lockdown Grizzlies is brought to you by Ibotta. Ibotta gives you cash back on hundreds of grocery items from produce to personal care to pantry goods. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying Ibotta by using the code LOCKED when you register. Go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app. This episode of Locked On Grizzlies is another one that is a proud part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team each and every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. You can also check us out over on YouTube. Like, comment, rate, review, subscribe. Continue to help us make Locked On Grizzlies, not just your first place for Memphis Grizzlies content each and every day, but one of the best ones as well. I like to think that we're already there, but I'm also a bit biased. We can always improve. Uh, well, I, I can always improve. I'm not going to speak for DeMichael Cole. He's perfect. DeMichael, Joe, Joe how, I, I can always you... improve too. No, I, I, I don't I, know. I, I don't know. You're you're pretty you're pretty remarkable. Um, well, I, you know, I appreciate it. Yeah, but but, so, but Joe, you you got to give yourself some credit too. I'll tell you, I mean, from when we started. Recording Locked On Grizzlies together till today. You've had what five different jobs? <laughs> like, 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 like. Give yourself some credit, man. You, you're one of the hardest working Ooh. guys in the Memphis Grizzlies media industry. So there, I mean, come 
on, man. Give, give, what do we say? We got to give you your flowers as well. Uh, yeah, I keep busy, don't I? I just don't know. I think, like I said the other day, I'm the old mule. Just load me up. I'm, <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll eventually pass out, and that'll be when I'm done uh, doing this work. But anyway, uh, thanks for joining us wherever you're at. We appreciate it. And before we talk about the actual Grizzlies on the floor, we have to continue to look at the main Grizzly off the floor, and that would be Ja Morant. Literally during the game against the Dallas Mavericks, yep. I believe it was, to Michael, uh, Adrian Wojnarowski and Tim McMahon both broke uh, a report that John Morant had checked into. I don't want to say a, a counseling center, I think, is the exact term that was used or close to that. I don't want to, mm -hmm. again, calling it rehab. That is not what they called it. Uh, they called it a counseling sort of thing. They're in Florida. Uh, there is no timetable for John Morant's return was the gist of the Adrian Wojnarowski report. You hear the players after every game talk about how Morant is active in the group chat, gives the guys calls after games. He is still part of the process, even though he is not actively there with the organization. Uh, the question was asked to Michael of Taylor Jenkins before the game, will John Morant return to the Grizzlies on Friday? Because, again, the latest run of jawless Memphis Grizzlies basketball was four games. That ends on Wednesday. That ends tomorrow. Uh, with the heat so what are we looking at in terms of Morant's current state of affairs do we actually think he might be back on Friday for a guy that's currently in Florida that seems like a bit of a stretch for him in 72 hours essentially to go from a counseling center to the starting lineup of an NBA basketball team yeah there's there's a lot to factor in if you want to i'll jump right into the potential return date and work backwards right so when we talk about the potential return date right now uh the earliest according to taylor jenkins and the memphis grizzlies teams they they said that he was stepping away for at least four games that four games will end after the heat game on wednesday which could put him in position to return against the san antonio spurs on the road on friday well with that being the case still got to factor in uh we haven't talked about this much yet because, you know, it's way down the list of important things. But when he comes back, you know, he he has been away from the Grizzlies for a while. Uh, ja plays really fast. He plays really hard. Uh, there's going to have to be some type of ramp up. Maybe he jumps right into the lineup, but he plays on a limited minutes basis. Or maybe he goes to practice for a couple of days and then we'll, we'll have to see how that unfolds. First, and that's something I'm monitoring personally. Just when he returns, how quickly will he get acclimated? Um, when when that uh, day comes. Now, working backwards and going to you know the report from Adrian uh, Wojnarowski, that was something that we were able to confirm. That is true. And the number one thing is, you know, I've said in the past, I've had conversations, you know, with Ja, you know, about mental health, and 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 I've pointed out, you know, some of the things, you know, he said in the past and uh it's it's very notable you know uh, that some people think this is the first time that john morant has spoken out about his mental health when in, you saw his statement joe where he basically said he wants to get some help for better ways to handle stress and i just wanted to point out you know taylor rooks is someone who also said you know he talked exclusively with her in an interview before but he also talked you know to us at the end of last season, I wrote a story on it in September, and he basically just one of the quotes that he said in the story. He said, I feel like it's a lot of people in this league who probably go through stages in their life where it's very tough, 
but we tend not to say nothing or we don't say nothing to anybody. We just keep it all in house. Honestly, it's not healthy, but I can't tell somebody to go do something I haven't done myself. I'm a victim of it as well. We're not saying nothing, not going to talk to anybody. John Morant's words, not mine. So that's something I've kind of talked about a little bit over the course of this process is basically saying this isn't the first time, you know, he has discussed his mental health and, and you know, even candid on it. He, as you saw there, he went pretty deep into it. He also, there was a whole lot more he said just basically on, you know, living as a, uh, you know, an NBA player and, and, you know, all the things that come with it. But he talked to Taylor Rooks about it two years ago. He talked about this. This was 2022. And then here now we are in 2023. So if if all of that kind of lines up, Joe, it feels like this is someone who potentially or possibly has been dealing with, you know, these this thing, you know, dealing with this mental battle for a very long period of time. So it's credit to him to go in out uh, to, to get the help. We'll see what that leads to. Right. At the end of the day, you have to welcome the change. You have to, you know, uh, be willing to do that. He is 23 years old. It is a lot to ask of a 23 year old to basically say, hey, look, you're having the time of your life right now. But the things that you consider fun, you got to change them up a little bit and find other ways to have fun. That's a big adjustment, Joe. So that's something he has has to uh, work on here. But at the end of the day, you know, that report, it, it looks better, you know, for your rebranding, your image, right? There's that perspective of it as well. It shows that, okay, he said he wants to get help. When people see that statement, they say, okay, we need to see it. What does help for John Morant look like? That's the first step. He, now there's the report of him checking into, you know, a counseling program. Now that you have that report out there, now when he returns, you know, as a player, it's going to be through his actions. It's going to be through his words. It's going to be that next Instagram live video where a whole bunch of people are going to tune in. It's so much more to see, Joe. But the overall thing is it's a step in the right direction, you know, for John Morant. It's important to point out that, and I thought you made a great point there, it's one thing to do these things for PR purposes, right? And to say the right things and all that sort of stuff. You want to make sure that you're actually living your life that way for the sake of his daughter, for the sake of his family. Again, beyond what he is as a basketball player, he, he's a he's a person, right? He's a young man mm -hmm. who has responsibilities. Basketball could end tomorrow and he's still mm -hmm. that little girl's daddy. And that for me is what I, you know, obviously I this is locked on Grizzlies, not locked on daddies. Um, but I think as a father myself, that's what I'm most concerned with is he needs to hold up his end of the bargain as a father, as a man and be there for her. Cause right now he can't be. And, you know, I don't know John Morant at all. And I'm not going to act like you know, I'm a perfect father or person cause I'm not, but I know that I'm there for my family. And I think that that's something that we all, uh, can take lessons from in this is making yourself better or trying to make yourself better so you can be that person. So uh, kudos to Morant for that. Uh, real quick to Michael, I see the way that they have it listed in terms of him potentially being back Friday. I say there's zero shot he plays on Friday. You want to know why? Because mm -hmm. it's an away game. And there is net zero. There's a negative chance that this dude plays his first game back anywhere else other than Memphis, Tennessee. So here's my bold prediction for when we see John Morant again. It'll either be Saturday, March 18th, during this upcoming homestand, the Grizzlies have four games at home starting on the 18th all the way through the 24th of March, or it'll be the last week of March when they have three games at home in a row, one against Orlando, two against the Clippers. 
that is when we'll see him again. I think it makes sense that they shoot for over the next week or so. Cause again, after the San Antonio game that you mentioned seven of the next eight for the Memphis Grizzlies are at home. So that would be a wonderful opportunity for them to get him in front of the home crowd and he can kind of find his footing in front of a supportive crew. Yeah. I mean, it makes perfect sense to me, you know, bring him back home. He's going to get a terrific ovation right. you know, whenever he comes back home. But Joe, don't forget the NBA investigation is still ongoing. Mm-hmm. And from the sounds of Taylor Jenkins to uh, on yesterday, uh, before the Grizzlies game, uh, listening to him talk to media reporters there, it sounds like the Grizzlies are at a point where they, it's, they have to kind of, you know, let the NBA's investigation play out. Uh, maybe I'm reading too much into what he said, but I'll just read what exactly he said here, and then we can go from there. Uh, he said this on if John Morant returns on Friday. He said there are Taylor Jenkins said there are a lot of internal dialogues going on, and obviously there's still things going on at the league level that we're in communication with. Jaws fully engaged in this process and ready for whenever, ready for whatever comes next after these two games. So I read into that Joe is. Yes, sure. The Grizzly side of things, yeah, you can come back on Saturday against the Warriors, right? Big game against the Warriors, big home crowd, standing ovations, blah, blah, blah. But the thing I read into it is the league the league gets the final say-so. Absolutely. That was a big nothing burger from Taylor Jenkins. It oh, was, was a great, it? A great oh, was word. It? <laughs> it was a great word salad is what that was. Um, but I, I do I agree with you that obviously the NBA investigation will play a large role in this. I think it's going to wind up. They're going to say it's the time that he served again, even though he's yeah, not yeah, he's retroactive the time. Team. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I would imagine whether it's Saturday or a week from now, it's going to be at home when he comes back and it's going to be a pretty explosive environment there in Memphis. Let's get back to the on the court Grizzlies here next on lockdown Grizzlies, a big win second in a row over the Dallas Mavericks three in a row. They're going streaking again to Michael yeah. three wins. Roddy the body for another the big game. game. Majorly important. So we'll talk about that next. But first, this episode of Locked on Grizzlies is brought to you by Ibotta. Groceries, school shopping, and getting a little something for yourself? You know you're already doing it, so why not get back cash back for it? You can do just that with Ibotta. You can earn cash back on every shopping trip. Ibotta gives you cash back on hundreds of grocery items, from produce to personal care, pantry goods. Either link your loyalty account or upload your receipt after you shop to get your cash back. It's that easy. The average Ibotta user earns over $120 a year in real cash back. I can cover the cost of an entire shopping trip. You could use that cash back for buying a flight that you've been eyeing, that game that you've been dying to go to, like a Grizzlies game, or the fancy dinner that you've been craving. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying Ibotta by using the code LOCKED when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app and use the code LOCKED. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use the code LOCKED. We're talking Grizzlies Mavericks next here on Locked on Grizzlies. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked on NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to Locked On Grizzlies. I am one of your hosts, Joe Monax, joined by the incomparable, the uh, unstoppable, the just fantastic 
to Michael Cole. I'm running out of ways to describe him. I need to find more adjectives and adverbs to, to detail the brilliance that is to Michael Cole, the commercial appeal there in Memphis covering the Grizzlies. DeMichael, big win for Memphis over the Mavericks. And we'll talk more about, you know, again, somebody might be listening to this show right now and say, oh, big, the three best players for the Dallas Mavericks didn't play. No Luka Doncic, no Kyrie Irving, no Christian Wood. We'll talk more about that here in a little bit. But in terms of the way that Memphis got this victory, we talked about John Morant in the first segment. I thought Desmond Bain did his best John Morant impression. Obviously, Bain's not going to levitate. Right. Bain's not going to have the elite athleticism that Ja possesses, but Bain got seven rebounds and Bain dished out seven assists, 23 points. That was a very Ja Morant stat line from Desmond Bain and the Grizzlies needed him to do it. Joe, what if I tell you it was a very Desmond Bain stat line? Check this out. Let's 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 run the tape back a little bit over this stretch, because, yes, I I agree. There are some Ja numbers there, but if you go. Uh, to the past three Grizzlies games. This is the third consecutive game where Desmond Bain has eclipsed 20 points and five assists in a game. You want to take it a step further. Uh, these are his assist numbers over his last, you know, so many games here. I think his last six games. Uh, he had seven against the Mavs. Before that game, he had eight against the Mavs. He had six, five, and six before that. Uh, rebounding numbers pretty similar. Seven, seven. Then he had a two game. Then he had five, four, four, and nine. The guy just he's a he he is one of those players. I mean, you look at his all his his numbers for the season: twenty one points, five rebounds, four assists per game. This is who Desmond Bain is becoming. I think this is a player who we saw as a rookie. You know, you saw the spot up shooting, right? Spot up shooting. Then last year, you saw the shooting. You know, get profiled a little bit more. But then it was like, okay, there's a little dose here of playmaking Desmond Bain. And, you know, we saw the first glimpse of him running the second unit, you know, when Ja was out and, and, you know, when Tyus played starting point guard. But this year, he's doing it with Ja's in the lineup. He's doing it when Tyus is starting in the lineup. And I think this is just some more of who he's becoming. If you look at the way he gets downhill, Joe, uh, teams have no choice but to honor it because he drives to the basket with so much power. Me and you both have talked about how, you know, his finishing is you can I don't even think there's an argument there. It's the weakest part of his offensive game. I don't think, you know, you can if you look at the numbers, Joe has talked about it before uh, and, and I've talked about it before where he is, you know, one of the worst finishing you know guards in the NBA at this point of his career. But the way he attacks, Joe, the way he gets downhill. You have no choice but to respect it. And he's making some of them. You know, it's it's he's making it. He's attacking so much that you have to honor it. And the way he attacks the basket, it's not just head down straight to the rim. If you collapse on him, you know, he's not a tunnel vision guy. He will kick it out, as we saw in this game. Via those seven assists, a lot of it was driving to the basket, collapsing defense, kicking it out to a Dylan Brooks, kicking it out to a David Roddy, and letting those guys finish the play. Joe, he is evolving, and it's going to be a great secondary piece uh, to, to play alongside of John Morant. But as the rebounds and assists and the scoring shows, he's capable of taking that load and, you know, stretches as well. If only this could have been predicted, right? Oh, All those people yeah. years ago that talked about how Desmond Bain – was just a three-point shooter, and he had tiny little arms, and he get wasn't going to be able to be good him. at the NBA. Uh, you know, people – I've said it before. People like to point out when I'm wrong a lot. Get him, Joe. <laughs> I was right about Desmond Bain. Thank yeah. you very much. I knew he was going to be able to do this. I saw it at TCU in the film that I watched, and I'm very happy to report that he is 
that and then some as a member of the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, one last thing on the Dallas Mavericks victory, Michael, before we get to the, the concept of, you know, has our perspective on the season changed? I am curious as to your take. We talked about Tyus Jones yesterday. A surprising amount of people agreed with me, which makes me nervous whenever people, usually people are yelling at me. I thought my Tyus Jones is going to take, was going to be more of a hot take, but a lot of folks on Twitter and in our comment section were, were with me. Which, yeah, yeah. Mind, mind blown. Um, but anyway, um, you were the good I'm, guys, a, I'm a Luke Kennard guy, right? I've kind of reached that point. And Luke Kennard did not play as many minutes as John Conchar did. If you've been following Locked On Grizzlies this season, you know very well my take on John Conchar. In short, in no universe should Luke Kennard be playing less than John Conchar, <laughs> at least in my opinion. We're talking about Conchar being a better defender. That is quite the reach in terms of trying to find a reason to play John Conchar. And if you want to talk about how strong of a rebounder Conchar is, in 23 minutes of play, Conchar grabbed two rebounds. In 16 minutes of play, Luke Kennard also grabbed two rebounds. There is somebody that has an elite NBA skill, three-point shooting, and there's yep. somebody that doesn't. Luke Kennard should be playing more minutes with John Con than John Conchar. Please tell me you agree for my own sanity. Joe, I, I, I agree. I, I agree for your sanity. But I will say, I was just want to add this. Joe, you set yourself up for this. You set I yourself. Do. You're you, not you, wrong. you drunk the Taylor Jenkins juice yesterday when I when we were talking about John Conchar and Luke Kennard. Right. And, I, and I pointed out that he was ahead of him in the rotation because he got in the game earlier because of the flow of that, that first Mavs game. I think Kennard ended up getting more minutes. And Joe drunk the Kool-Aid, y'all. I said, sure did. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's playing more minutes than Kennard. This is the mm. shift. I mean, Kennard's playing more minutes than Conchar. This is the shift. No, no. Actually, you know how much Taylor loves loves John Conchar. And that's John why. So, so, much. so, yeah, I mean, to, to if I was to play devil's advocate here, if you look at the Grizzlies' best, you know, three-man, four-man, five-man, plus, uh, plus minus lineups, uh, you've seen the numbers. Uh, John Conchar is in a lot of those lineups. I mean – I don't know how to pretty much explain it, you know, in some ways, but he is in those lineups, I guess, because teams do respect him as a shooter. They have to honor him uh, from that standpoint. And he does, you know, make the occasional, like you mentioned, his two rebounds. One of them was a play where I think uh, someone missed the dunk and he was right there, grabbed the offensive rebound, put the shot right back up. And one of those rebounds was that. So he does make those occasional plays. Luke Kennard, this is where I agree with you. You have a player with an elite skill set you know, at something. We talked about this all season long, right? This is what I talked about with the Grizzlies three-point, I mean, with the Grizzlies lineup. Talked about how Jaws one of the best point guards, Des is one of the best shooters, Dylan's one of the best defenders, Jaren's one of the best shot blockers, Steve Nav is one of the best rebounders. We talk about how the Grizzlies do a good job of specifically, like, highlighting each of those players' top skills. You got to do the same thing with Luke Kennard. Yeah, you need to do the same thing with Luke Kennard. Get it together. It's ridiculous. And not, not to correct you, partner, I think that he did get one of those rebounds, but considering the Conchar only scored one point in the basketball game, I'm not sure that he put the shot in. I, I think maybe he got fouled and he made. Oh, that's what it was. He did get uh -huh. fouled. He got fouled mm -hmm. from behind and he only made one of the free throws. Oh, yeah. That just adds to Joe's point right there. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. But your your point is well taken and you're right. You you said that Conchar was ahead of Kennard and that played itself out against Dallas the second time. So hopefully that rectifies itself going into Miami. We'll talk about our perspective on the season. Have, have we changed how we view this upcoming 
stretch of postseason preparation for the Memphis Grizzlies next here on Locked On Grizzlies. But first, this episode of Locked On Grizzlies is brought to you by FanDuel. We are well past the midway point of the NBA season. This is the perfect time as we get into the home stretch before the playoffs begin to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book. New customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's right. Bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win up to $1K. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Safe, secure, super easy to use. You can bet on everything from the money line to point scores, three-pointers drained. Literally everything under the sun in terms of betting seems to be on FanDuel. Plus, lately you combined your bets for a chance at a bigger payout via the same game parlay. Don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Has our perspective changed when it comes to looking at this Memphis Grizzlies team moving forward, given all that has transpired? We'll talk about that next here on Lockdown Grizzlies. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Welcome back to Lockdown Grizzlies. Thank you for being with us. I am Joe Bonax, joined by the wonderful, the incomparable, the uh, wonderful. I keep, I see, I gotta, I gotta go to my thesaurus. You gotta go between to now and the next episode, and just have more words to describe the brilliance that is to Michael Cole, my wonderful co-host, uh, beat writer for the Commercial Appeal there in Memphis, Tennessee, covering the Grizzlies. And to Michael, you've seen this team multiple times a lot more than i have at least in person you're literally there covering the team you've been on road trips with the team i'm curious because it has for me Mm -hmm. has your perspective on this season changed we've talked about in this episode john morant not being with the team for personal reasons that's probably the the safest way to phrase it um steven adams is out we've talked about his absence brandon clark blew out his achilles poor brandon clark it seems like we don't talk about him enough in terms of him being out because of all the craziness that surrounded this team the last couple of weeks. So going into the Dallas game, and I think we talked about it yesterday, we thought Kyrie was going to play, right? He was questionable yep. on yesterday's yep. episode. We thought, oh, yeah, he's going to get in the game. You know, I was I was kind of hoping he didn't. And then Christian Wood came out as not playing, yep. and I was like, yep. oh, yes, excellent. Two months ago, that wouldn't have been me. Two months ago, mm. we're like, ah, we have no idea how good the Grizzlies are going to be. Mm. We need to see them against the very best. I see, see what you're saying. Actually, a good basketball team. And now I'm like, come on, Jimmy Butler, right? They play the Heat on Wednesday. <laughs> oh man, you you could really use a day off, Jimmy Butler. Take a take a nap, take a breath. Oh, Bam Adebayo has a hangnail. Those things are dangerous. You might want to rest. You know what I'm saying? So my perspective has changed. The Sacramento mm. Kings are the hottest team in the NBA. They're giving the Milwaukee Bucks or were giving the Milwaukee Bucks everything they could ask for at the time of this recording. They are they were 9 and 1, I think in their last 10 going into the Milwaukee game and we talked about how that was kind of a measuring stick game for the yeah. Kings and they played well against Milwaukee. So I'm curious are you like me? And again, you're you're a beat writer, you're different from me. Are you like me where you're you're 
your expectations have changed. Do you still long to see fully healthy teams against this Grizzlies team, or are you just kind of hoping that they're able to rack up as many wins as possible so that they can keep a home court series going into the postseason? That seems likely, even with all the adversity they've faced, but they still need to win. And, you know, as, as nice as this three-game winning streak has been, yeah. would anybody be surprised if they lost three in a row? Probably not. Yeah, uh, I, I, I get what you're saying. It makes perfect sense to me because there was once upon a time when we saw the Grizzlies play the Kevin Durant and and Kyrie Urban Nets on mm-hmm. ESPN without John Morant. And no, and everyone nationally was like, oh, man, we're not getting John Morant in this game last season. And the Grizzlies beat them by 20-plus, I believe it was. It was a blowout. I don't remember the exact score, but they dominated that game against the Nets uh, last March it was. But to the point, you're on to something. You're, 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 you're on to something. This team, just being frank, it's the Steven Adams factor. Uh, it would be a lot different if, if Job was the only one out of the lineup and Steven Adams was in the lineup. It would be different. But the Grizzlies have a skill that is rebounding, where rebounding in the NBA, in college, it is so emphasized because it masks weaknesses on the offensive end sometimes. And it's one of those things where, you know, if you dominate the boards, there's a pretty good chance that you can dominate the game. With the Grizzlies, we've talked about it recently. While Steven Adams has been out, just to be honest, they've been getting whacked on the boards against small teams, Joe. Uh, we're not talking about, you know, like the Clippers, right? The Clippers had Kawhi Leonard and Paul George both get 10 and 11 rebounds, you know, against the Grizzlies in that game. And I think the Grizzlies ended up out-rebounding the Mavs, but the Mavs played super small, as you saw it, to close basically the whole fourth quarter. They didn't use a center. Mm-hmm. And the Grizzlies... 47 to 41 on the boards in terms of defensive rebounding. The Mavs still had eight offensive boards to seven offensive boards, but the Grizzlies rebounded them. I rebounded them by six. The Mavs were pretty much uh, winning the boards early in the game. I think that's not enough. Six boards against a team playing that small. Rebounding is a weakness right now. And because of that weakness, that weakness that was one of the number one skills of this team, right? And I'm not talking about just this season. I'm talking about Jonas Jalantunis last year, top rebounding team. Steven Adams, first couple years, top rebounding team. That's been their calling card. It's been one of their calling cards. Right up there with the points in the paint, the transition scoring and those things, rebounding. And because of that one skill, that's what what all it goes back to for me, Joe. That one skill leads me to believe you're playing the Miami Heat. That's a tough defense. Mm-hmm. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna need those second chance opportunities against a team like that. And that's that's where I am. The Grizzlies cannot rebound at an elite level right now. And until that is the case, I can't call them an elite team. So yes, it feels different. Only that's the main reason because it feels different. And right now it feels like hey, every night that the Kings lose is a win for the Grizzlies instead of when the Grizzlies, oh, yeah, we could just take care of business. We got the weaker schedule going for it. We're not worried about the Kings. That's how it should be, Joe. But you got to do a lot of scoreboard watching and hope that team lose because you know uh, with the way things are going on the boards, the Grizzlies are probably going to slip up and lose a couple. And, again, you're not getting Steven ba- Adams back until at the earliest, you know, maybe yeah. a week before the playoffs, and that's probably being optimistic. It was approximately four weeks when it was announced last week that he had gotten that treatment. So 
Maybe it's a little bit sooner, but that approximately could also mean it's going to be a little bit later. I just want to say something to Jeff Van Gundy real quick and, and other national media folks that watch the Grizzlies because Memphis has gotten a lot more national games this year, which has been great. I enjoy watching the, the Grizzlies on national TV because I remember the days when that never happened. So I'm okay with it. But don't talk about how the Grizzlies are such a good rebounding team and oh, then boy. bring up how the Dallas Mavericks are kicking the butts of the Grizzlies on the glass, which is true for all yeah. the reasons that the Michael just said. But again, Stephen Adams isn't on the floor, so it's, it's like the best rebounder. In the, it's like the best rebounder in the NBA just wasn't there or something, Joe. That's super weird, right? Context is important, so I'm just begging. You know, Je- Jeff Van Gundy knows more. He Jeff Van Gundy has forgotten more about basketball than I will ever know. So. I'm just asking from a a low a lowly blogger, the Memphis blogger, as I have now deemed myself uh, since I refuse to die. Um, please talk about Stephen Adams a little more when you bring up the fact that the Grizzlies are struggling rebounding because it's almost like that's the reason. That's all I'm asking. And this um, isn't the first time, Joe. Yeah. When he said it, I caught it, but I remember the Clippers game too. When the mm-hmm. Clippers played that small lineup, and they were like, "Wow." Clippers are out rebounding the Grizzlies, despite the Grizzlies being one of the top two rebounding teams in the NBA. So I wonder it's, why. It's, it's 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 not it's not math or science here. No, they're missing a gigantic New Zealand guy. That's what's happening. Um, but you know, it's cool to see them on national TV. Pete uh, Pete Pranica and Brevin Knight do a great job. Rob yep. Fisher, wonderful local crew. But like I said, I like to see them have that national swag and winning on national TV, obviously is nice to see as well. Cause that also isn't always the case for the Memphis Grizzlies. Thanks for making lockdown Grizzlies. Your first listen today. Now go make your second listen game to game NBA every moment, every top performance, every result locked on game to game covers every game from across the NBA with local analysis that only locked on can deliver follow game to game on locked on NBA available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. To Michael, because of the John Morant news and because of the injury report for Dallas kind of changing our perspective on this episode, see what I did there? Ah, yeah, it's, yeah. Called, it's called a segue in the business, a little inside baseball for all you uh, wonderful folks out there. Um, we didn't get a chance to talk about Jaron Jackson Jr., which I know that was something you were excited about going into this episode. So maybe in addition to the Miami Heat, you can talk a little bit more about uh, some Jaron Jackson Jr. goodness on uh, our Wednesday show. Yeah, yeah. And the reason we haven't talked about him, I, I won't say too much, but just go look at his numbers the last two games against a small Mavs team. But I've done all this talking, Joe, about how he dominates small matchups. And then he goes out these last two games and makes me not look smart, Joe. Well, that happens to me all the time, and I just do it to myself. So, but I agree that when it happens to Michael Cole, it's unacceptable. So, Jaron, you got to get it together, and uh, we'll talk about that on our next episode of Lockdown Grizzlies. Thank you so much. Yeah, you out there listening, watching, whether it's on YouTube, whether it's wherever you get your podcast, we appreciate you for making Lockdown Grizzlies a part of your NBA experience. We hope that you will continue to do so. We hope that you'll share, whether it's on YouTube rating, reviewing, subscribing, however you do it, continue to spread the good word that is Lockdown Grizzlies. It is much appreciated. For the wonderful DeMichael Cole, I am Joe Mullinax. Until next time, have a wonderful day, and we'll see you next time around here on Lockdown Grizzlies. Stay locked in. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Lockdown podcast ad 
free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.